Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. So we're talking games, movies, TV, stuff from the week. This week it's going to be uh, The Heat. Fingers crossed it was The Heat that was. Um, there's uh, all sorts going on. Um, TV, we watch some TV stuff. Um, I don't think there's any movies this week. If you're tuning in for the movies, sorry. Um, so, yeah, but all the other stuff's there. Uh, before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. Drop any reviews you might want to, and uh, let's let's share this podcast around. Get it out there in the world. Let people know that this is what you're listening to. Right then, let's get going. So here we go. This is CookieCast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. Hello, how are you doing? You alright? Having a good week? Good time? Good. Um, I'm hoping at the point in time that this comes out we can fondly look back at this point in time as that was the time that it was hot as balls. And hopefully we're not still living in, well, what can only be described as, well it's hell isn't it? This is what you know, this is what that must feel like. Uh, my computer is telling me it is 30 degrees. It's half past eight at night. <sighs> anyway, one of those weeks this week, not a huge amount to go through. Um, not much been going on. Haven't I? Don't think I've watched a film. No, that's not like that, that's not a lie. No, that's not true. I did watch a film, but it's a film I've watched in the last couple of weeks, and I was just watching it again. So um, no point in talking about that. Um, nearly a week ago, me and my youngest daughter went to see uh, my middle daughter at school. They were having a teddy bear's picnic and you could go along and you could uh, share a book and a biscuit for the afternoon. Um, This is going to be one of those stories where I highlight how I, I just... I just constantly make the wrong decisions and when I then look back at those decisions it's like how did I not see that that was the wrong decision so I'm talking to my youngest daughter and I'm like uh, oh yeah, we're gonna go gonna go and see your sister and um, when you're bigger um, if you if you end up going to this school um, the class that she's in will be the class that you start in. Sorry, one second, I need to grab a drink. Uh, of the of the many that I've got on the go. I need this drink, I need to put it here. Mm, that was cold when I poured it. It isn't now. So, uh, 
I'm like, oh, this is the school. Um, if you end up going to the school, this is the class that you'll be in, and this is the teacher. So we went and um, we collected my middle daughter. We sat, um, took a blanket. They said, oh, you know, bring a blanket, and you'll be able to sit out in the... Um, they've got, like, a little outside area. Um, take a blanket, which we did. Um, my youngest took a book. I thought it was hilarious. Took a little book with her. Um, and then we actually ended up reading that book first. Um, no skin off my nose because it was a Spider-Man book. So I was like, yeah, cool, let's read that. Um, we read a few books and the, they ate some biscuits. But my youngest, she wasn't interested in the books. She was just fascinated by the environment, the surroundings, the goings-on, all the other people, all the other children. Um... Because it's it's a it's a step up for her, with um, with currently going to preschool. Um, compare that to an actual school; it's a big step up. And being told, hey, you know, you might go here one day. Um, like I say, in hindsight, that was the mistake I made. So, um, we go through. You know, we went through a fair few books. They ate a biscuit each. They had some water. It was warm, but it wasn't as warm as it is now. No, if you're wondering, that's not the last time I'm going to mention it. Um, so, this this super weird thing happened. It was, uh, weird's maybe not the right word, but it just took me so by surprise. Um, I started hearing this sound. Uh, obviously, you got a load of kids sat around. There's a load of noise, a load of parents. All you know, the <clears throat> what would you call it? Like a din. Then all of a sudden, this noise like cut through everything. Very quickly realised that it was clapping, and then all of a sudden, my middle daughter started joining in with the clapping. <clears throat> I realised it was her teacher. And she was clapping like a particular pattern. And like I say, my daughter joined in. And then the whole place went silent. I was like, whoa, there's some conditioning. Jeez. The place went silent. I was like, what? What is happening right now? So, teacher said, oh, you know, it's time to go back in. Um, children that are being collected can be collected, and so on and so forth. I was like, cool. So, picked up the blanket, sent uh, sent the middle daughter off. Didn't realise until all too late that <laughs> my youngest daughter was like, oh, it's time to go in. Cool. And off she wanders. <laughs> and she'd sort of gone past the threshold of, like, the, the gate of the class. And I'm like, oh, oh no, 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 um, no, it's not, it's not time for you to go in. But I couldn't stop her. She'd passed, she'd gone past the gate and was starting to head towards the door to go into the classroom, swept up by a wave of children. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So I was like, uh, what do I do? <laughs> Luckily, 
My daughter's teacher intercepted her. It's like, oh, no, it's not time for you to go in. I couldn't quite hear what was going on. But I think my, my youngest was very adamant that that she was going in. And uh, the teacher was did very well dealing with them. Was like, oh no, it's not. You know, it's just for the children that are here today. And um, you know, you can go and wait, wait for your sister and all this, and sent her on a merry way. And she was mortified. It was like her world had been crushed, and I was like, oh. Oh no, it's it's okay, it's fine, you know. You'll get to go here one day. If you if you if this is, you know, the school you're gonna go to, you'll get to go here and that'll be your classroom and that might be your teacher and uh, she was crushed. And then we're we're attempting to leave and she's just refu- point blank refusing to leave. I'm like we have to go. Come on. So, bless her. Honestly, it was just like, oh, I felt so sorry for her. And then in hindsight, I was like, that's that's all on me. I shouldn't have built it up the way I built it up. I shouldn't have been like, oh, you know, this will be your school and this will be your class and this will be your teacher. And that's one of those. It's like, Pam is a bit like, how would I have known? So, anyway. Um, I had a bit of a weird... I feel weird talking about this, because I feel like I'm going to anger some kind of god somewhere along the line. Um, but anyway. <laughs> it's a silly statement to make. Um, I, had a weird, I had a weird experience. Um... I decided, like I often do, I talked myself into want slash needing something. Uh, it's a common thing for me. Um, so I was like, oh. And then I've talked about this before. Any long time listener will know. Um, being a collector, um, either past, present, or whatever, being a collector. The hunt is part of the part of the game. It's part of the challenge. It's, it's finding it's finding the item for the cheapest possible price you can. Feeling like you're really getting a bargain, even when secretly you know that a you're not getting a bargain because of the item ridiculously priced anyway for what it is, and b you probably don't need it. Let's re- let's be real. Let's face it, you probably don't need it. So, after, and this is this is the thing, after weeks, possibly even bordering on like a month plus, six weeks sort of thing, finally I found a way to get the item in question down to £10 cheaper than it was supposed to be. And, using some monkey magic, managed to get 6% off the item. So it was like, okay, that is officially 
the best deal can possibly possibly achieve so then it was the painful bit where you actually have to pay the money out which i was like right okay and i had this long conversation about you know where to where to take the money from and ultimately it was sort of this situation where i was like well you know just had a birthday and there was some money birthday money um i'm not too old for that i don't think and uh yeah it was kind of a use use birthday money use um use other money go for it so i paid for the item and i could go and collect it the next day went out the next day in the morning i was going to go and collect the item in the afternoon got home Open the door, a couple of pieces of post. One of the pieces of post was for me. And I'm like, well, that's a bad sign. Because I don't really get post. And when I do, it's never good. So, here we go. What's what's going to ruin my day today? Then I looked to see where it was from. And I was like, ah, crapola. Because certain pieces of post that come from certain places are absolutely always going to be bad. It's like, well, this is wonderful isn't it so i'm walking around the house doing like bits and pieces and jobs and stuff while simultaneously opening this piece of post to reveal a check now i'm sure it's going to come no real surprise to anybody that doesn't often happen to me um there was a check like wow and it was one of those, it came with a letter, and the letter was explaining what the check was for. And it was like, okay, you sent me a check. I expected fully to flip it over and be, you know, one of those, here's £2.10p, go nuts. I flipped, the t- I flipped it over to look at the check, and the check was 60 pence. Short of the money I'd spent the day before. And I was just like, how freaking weird is that? So after weeks and weeks of weeks of umming and ahhing and research, and what about this, or what about this, or do it this way, or pay for it this way, all of that, the next day after finally going, right, I'm going to do it. The next day, a check that covered everything barring 60 pence. I was just like, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, yes, coincidence, talk about coincidence, but wow. So there we go. Paid the check into the bank. Well, I attempted to pay the check into the bank. I can do it through my through my like banking app nowadays, uh, which is fine. Apart from it, very rarely works. So I ended up losing my um, composure, shall we say? But yeah, just a, just a, it. It was so random. 
very strange. Um, a couple of other things from the last week. Um, had a a wetting of the baby's head. Had to explain to my uh, eldest and, in fact, uh, middle daughter uh, what that actually meant um, because they took it <laughs> quite literally. As I know, I'm not pouring liquid on the baby. No. Um, I had to go through the whole razor glass. Um, and in our in our circle, and it was very much a razor glass, razor cigar, eat food, drink drinks, and be merry. Um, so, um, one of those things. It was very much a um, post-pandemic feel to it, where. I was talking to somebody um, when I was doing I was doing lifts home at the end of the day, and I was saying it's that weird thing because there was a lot of people that didn't do too well through the pandemic. They got a little bit too comfortable sitting in their houses. Now, I'm probably one of them, um, yet I'm I'm okay with going out, but. Some people weren't. Some people like, uh, you know, I kind of, kind of liking it, being in the house on my own, or being in the house with my house people, or, or whatever. Um, and we were trying to work out when the last time we'd done anything together was, um, and it was like, well, it was then. Like, can't be then. That was years ago. Like, no, it was definitely then. No. Because that person was there, and that person hasn't lived in this country for years. So, can't have been then. Oh, well, was it then? Possibly, but if it was, that's over two years. And it just went on like that. Um, it was good to see P. There's some people there that I haven't seen um, in a few weeks, slash months. Um people I've spoken to, it was a collection of podcast alum. Every single person that was there has, has done either multiple or at least a podcast, but but everybody there had done more than one, if not multiple podcasts. Um, so it was like a, like a podcast gallery in some, some ways. Uh, there was gifts. Um, somebody got me a birthday a belated birthday present, which was fantastic, thoroughly enjoyable, and um, somebody got me, not me, somebody got um, some, a present for the baby, super cool, super fun, very generous, um, there was food, there was hilar hilarity ensued when somebody decided it was a great idea to get a 20 inch pizza. And then just when it turned up, just basically spent their entire time taking pictures with, like, the box and the box open and the individual slices. And um, I believe that went down very well. Um, there was so many different drinks. Even as a non-drinker, I think I had... What did I take with me? I think I took five, six uh, non-alcoholic beers with me. 
and then there was a, a non-alcoholic spirit on the go as well. So even as a non-drinker, I had six or seven different drinks. Also decided to drink a cup of coffee at half twelve. That was uh, that was an amazing idea. Um, but very much one of those situations of it was really good to see people. It was really nice to see people. Um, smoked a cigar. I think everybody actually smoked a cigar. Just unusual because not every uh, not everybody would normally. Um, I introduced people to the joy of the cigar punch, uh, which, uh, if you're a cigar smoker, uh, it's an absolute game changer. Look it up. It's uh, it really is a game changer. Um, fantastic to peep- see people. Fantastic to uh, <laughs> stay up late. It's a bit of one of those. Um, I felt like I was maybe one of the first to be flagging, but then one of our group, who shall remain nameless, um, was asleep before the end of the night. Um, it was good to be able to get the opportunity to give people lifts home. It's always nice to be the uh, the, de- the the eternal designated driver. That way I know everybody gets home safe and sound. Um, I'm just sw- swapping drinks. There we go, on to the beer. Mm. Mm. Oh yeah, i got a big box of beer. Um, so, a lovely time, lovely to see people. Um, we did, we naturally did the, we must do this again sometime. Anybody want to take guesses on that one? Um, something that uh, Something I've been thinking about recently is... I think I need a hobby. That's probably not news to some people. Um, But I think I need a hobby where it's like... Building something or making something. Uh, Many years ago, many, many moons ago, I used to have a job. Um, I still have a job. That's not what we're talking about here. I used to have a job that was... um, It was a job where I worked with my hands. Somebody once said to me... Um, you get your creativity through your work, um, and I can, you know, I kind of agree because it was it was a very much a, a creativity. Um, some elements were uh, cut, copy, paste, but there was very much a, a style and a flair to that job. Um, I used to tell people that we were we were the best in town, and that wasn't me bragging. That was that was me knowing for a fact. Um, recently, and let me let me get this out on Front Street. I'm I, I'm very much aware that I'm a 42 year old man who is about to say the phrase. Recently, I've been building a lot of Lego. Um, and I think it, I think this is why. Um, there's been a, there's been a, a you know. You have birthdays, Christmas. Um, if you're a, if you're a dad, you've got Father's Day. Um, if you're in a relationship, you've got anniversaries. Um, I'm trying to think what else. That might be it. Um, but for a series of those over the last couple of years, um, what seems to have been a go-to gift for me is is a, a Lego, a Lego set. 
uh, something that I can do over um, a few nights, or in the case of the second to last one that I built, over a few weeks. Um, because yes, eventually I moved into uh, the Lego Technics. I can see a box from here. It says a uh, ten plus, and as I said, I'm forty two years old, and it was, it was tough. But hey ho. But I was building some Lego last night, and I was like, I think, I think what I think it's trying to tell me something. I think what it's trying to tell me is that um, I was happiest when I was working with my hands. It had its downsides. I used to uh, I used to injure myself quite a lot, but there was also this immense sense of satisfaction and achievement when you produced um, something you made yourself. Um, so I was like, "Well, what would I do? Whittling? Um, something that I once looked into was uh, was watchmaking." Um, but it's a very expensive hobby to get into, let's put it that way. Uh, I know what some of you are thinking, well, it's not like Lego's cheap. It isn't, you're right. Um, <laughs> little bit of something funny for them from the last week to finish on. Something light-hearted, which um, started out light-hearted and is now starting to drive me up the wall. A couple of weeks ago, I saw an advert on whilst I was perusing on social media. And the advert said, stop going to the gym. I went, what? It's like, you don't need to go to the gym. The problem you've had for all these years is badly fitting t-shirts. So there is what turns out multiple companies out there in the world that are trying to tell you that the, you don't need to go to the gym at all. What you do need to do is you need to get better fitting t-shirts. Ultimately, they are t-shirts that hide the dad bod whilst accentuating certain areas. So they're um, big around the waist but tighter in the arms and the chest to make it look like you're... Uh, I, I even think uh, one of the adverts was like, to show off the guns. Like, if you're not going to the gym, what 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 guns? And this, it was a legitimate advert. There was a legitimate website. There was a legitimate company. Mentioned it to my brother-in-law in passing. I was like, right, I've, I've been told I don't need to go to the gym anymore. I just need to get better fit in t-shirts. So I've cancelled my gym membership and I've ordered two large pizzas. Um, and we had a good old chuckle about it. Now here comes the problem. What was a good old chuckle led to, the next time I saw the advert, I copied the, the website down. I sent the link to my brother-in-law. I was like, hey, this is that this is that company I was telling you about that told me I don't need to go to the gym anymore. And again, we had a good old-fashioned chuckle about it. Yeah, I'm not laughing anymore. 
you know why I'm not laughing anymore? I'm not laughing anymore because now I am inundated with adverts from companies that are literally just like, hey, uh, why don't you get yourself some better fitting t-shirts and that way you don't need to go to the gym. I'm like, uh, this isn't funny anymore. It was funny to start with, but now I'm getting like multiple adverts a day for this. And it's it, it's not good. You, you shouldn't do this. This is bad. So, uh, yeah, that one came back to bite me. Um, I know I've already mentioned the heat, but I know I did say that I wasn't going to mention it. I, I was going to mention it again, so here we go. Um, it is supposed to be 40 degrees in the UK tomorrow. And I believe that that was an est- a previous estimate, and I think they're saying it's going to be hotter. It is. It has gone down 2 degrees, apparently. It doesn't feel like it, but it's saying it's 28 degrees at 9 o'clock at night. Apparently it was 35 degrees today, and yes, it's going to be hot tomorrow. Um, I, I don't necessarily want to go down the global warming route, but this is absolutely obscene, and it can't carry on like this. It's just... It's just not right. So there you go. That's me probably not talking about the heat anymore. Um, I put something on my list in the wrong order, and it's annoyed me. Um, I have continued to watch How I Met Your Mother. Um, But I was watching an episode the other day, and I was like, Oh, man. Uh, There was an episode where, for for anybody that doesn't know... um, Neil Patrick Harris's character Barney wanted everybody to go out and all the couples were not wanting to go out it was winter they were sort of hibernating and I was like this is this is like some kind of parallel because like the the Barney character was how I how I used to feel when I was like a younger man you know not old like I am now And then the couple characters were how I feel now. And it made me feel sad and old. And then I was like, no, fight the power. You should you should go out. Go to a bar. Have a non-alcoholic drink. Don't stay out too late because you... I mean, the thought of it makes you feel tired. And... What, you're going to go to a bar on your own? That's a bar, pub. Um, that's that's real sad. And uh, and then it just got, got real sad after that, and I kind of um, pulled the ripcord on the whole thing, and uh, yeah, that was kind of that. Um, I've been watching a programme. I'm watching a program called How to Change Your Mind, which is uh, on Netflix, and it is about drugs. 
Now, on Friday night, when I was with everybody, I, I said the phrase, oh, I'm watching a program about drugs. And everyone was like, uh, yeah. And I was like, no. No, it's not like that. Like, I've always been very much uh, very interested in how um, certain drugs uh, can help people. Uh, I was watching, uh, so far I've watched two episodes and I've started the third. The first one was about LSD. And the second episode has been about psilocybin, uh, magic mushrooms for the uninitiated. Um, And they're very much uh, like, how can we use these drugs to help people? How can we use these drugs to cure mental health issues? Um, and stuff like that's very interesting to me. I watched a, I watched a documentary years ago. You know, something like going on for nearly 30 years ago, I watched a documentary about how um, certain drugs could be used to help people who were disabled. Um there was a there was a, a guy who was um, the majority of the time was confined to a wheelchair because he couldn't move and he couldn't um, couldn't use his body use his body properly. Um, that was his disability. Uh, but if he took certain um, substances at that time, he was able to get up out of the chair, move around, and um, also was able to do gymnastics. So, even going back to that, going back there, it fascinates me. And I remember years and years and years and years and years ago, somebody said, out there in the world somewhere, there is a plant or an animal or a substance that occurs naturally that can cure cancer. We just haven't found it yet. Everything that exists, every ailment that exists, has a cure naturally occurring in the world somewhere. It's just a case of finding it. And that always fascinated me. So um, I watched the episode about um, psilocybin. Like I say, that's magic mushrooms. And there was a guy who suffered from crippling OCD. And he volunteered for this psilocybin study. Um, and he talked through his experience. And he took it once. And then he talked through about his, he talked through his experience that he'd had. And then he talked about what the outcome was. And when they send him the, the surveys to conduct, you know, the post-experiment surveys, he is considered to be clinically cured of OCD. He doesn't have OCD. From where I'm standing, you know, when they're talking about things like PTSD, anxiety, OCD, all of these mental health conditions that can be cured or lessened or helped by these substances, why wouldn't? this be explored and a lot of it was explored in the 60s and the 70s until they just banned all of these substances so it's been super interesting uh, the third episode is about MDMA and 
I only watched like the first 10 minutes before I started doing this podcast. Uh, but I will I will stick with it and I'll keep you updated. Uh, it fascinates me. It really does. Um, finally, finally had the opportunity to see uh, Bill Burr's uh, new stand-up special. And what I can tell you is this. It came out, I think it was last Tuesday. When was the 12th? Yeah, last Tuesday. came out last Tuesday. At this point in time, I've already had to stop myself watching it because I've seen it four times and I'm absolutely obsessed with it. I said that the last one was hands down Bill Burr's best stand-up special. Hands down. He, he had finally reached the pinnacle of stand-up. It was exceptional. Um, and that was kind of that for me. I was kind of happy with that. It was it was really good. It was it was funny. It was all that. But as we know, I love me some stand up. So when one of my favourite comedians releases a new stand up special, hell yeah, I'm getting that bad boy watched. I sat down and watched it, and I realised something. George Carlin is widely considered to be potentially the greatest comedian of all time. Now, I find saying that is one of those things that I'm sure people could argue against it, and I'm sure there would be people that would agree with it. It is just just that. It's one of those statements that, you know, people could say, yeah, people say no. George Carlin went through various different incarnations in his career. Uh, there was a point where he was very much a, a suit and tie. He was part of a duo in his early days. Um, then he was doing a lot of um, colleges, doing a lot of, like, um, I think what people considered his kind of his hippie phase. Towards the back end of his career, he was very much a... Considered to be like a preacher, not religious, but... He was very anti-government, he was very anti... Yeah, a lot of things. And I consider that George Carlin transcended comedy. I think that he reached the pinnacle of comedy and then went past it. And he entered into a world where he was still funny, but he was funny because he was painfully true. Now, we all know the phrase, it's funny because it's true. But if you take that further, what you end up with is it's funny because it's painfully true. You laugh at it because you go, oh God, life's awful because that's true. And you laugh because you're like, oh yeah, that's that's true, That's that's right. That is so... That, that's hit the nail on the head so much that you have to laugh, otherwise you'd cry. Kind of thing. And those last few stand-up specials that George Carlin did were, were that. It was very much him telling you the truth. And you laughing because he was so right. 
And maybe that wasn't the right thing, but it's the way it was. Now, I don't think Bill Burr would want me to compare him to George Carlin, but I'm going to. This stand-up special has transcended comedy. It now he is now working on a different level. He he hit his peak, he hit the pinnacle with the last special. So what were we gonna get next? We were gonna get George Carlin level comedy. Comedy that is so true, so raw, so right that it 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 hurts because of how bang on it is. It was great. The one, the one thing that I noticed straight away was it was long. Pretty sure it's over an hour and twenty minutes, which is never heard of. Um, a, a small downside, a small criticism, and this isn't a criticism of him. I believe that he paid for the recording of it himself. And there are a couple of shots, a um, couple of shots where the camera's out of focus, a couple of shots that's like straight down the barrel of the spotlight, a couple of shots early on that are just like, oh, that's that shot's nasty. Um, and if I'm honest, this probably doesn't sound great. If I'm honest, um, there are points because of the way that the lighting is and the way that it's sort of been captured that he, he doesn't look great. Uh, there's a couple of points where it's like, oh, he, he looks a little unwell. Um, absolutely phenomenal. I have watched it, like I say, I've watched it back to back four times. I nearly put it on straight away after finishing it, um, day before yesterday. I was like, look, we we really need to curb this because you're going to end up killing it. Um, so I've had to put a bit of a a bit of a stop. On the old uh, watching of that special for now. Just phenomenal. Computer games wise. um, I started Splinter Cell Blacklist again. Last night. Um, I'm stuck in a bit of a thing where I'm just really enjoying playing that game. Um, So I've tried. To move away from it, I've been playing the game Maneater, the shark game uh, I own it, I've played it before i played it on the Playstation uh, played it, finished it, enjoyed it I'm playing it on Game Pass now just for um, probably just a bit of mindless um, entertainment I suppose it's good fun um, downloaded a game for a couple of my daughters uh, I got a, a Paw Patrol game. Like, we can give this a whirl. So what I was doing was I was playing it for my daughter while she ate her lunch. That was the agreement. I'd play the game she and she could eat her lunch. Um, good good little, little game. A little bit of jumping here and there. Uh, very, very, very much aimed at children. Um, again, one small criticism was for a game that's not breaking any boundaries, certainly not, you know, graphically or anything, the loading screens, the loading times are so long. Liam was like, 
do you actually get to play the game? I was like, no, you just sit and watch this loading screen for four hours. Um, so, you know, swings and roundabouts. Uh, we had we had good time playing that. I'm going to get my middle daughter to play it at the weekend, I think, see what she thinks. She'll actually be able to, you know, have a go on it. Um, I downloaded a game yesterday. <laughs> I downloaded a game yesterday and I was like, really? It's like, Fuck it, it's it's a it's a Game Pass game. It's free. What 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 does it matter? Who cares? Um, I downloaded uh, the the Power Washer Simulator game. Is it? Ah, damn it! I meant to look up the proper name. Uh, Power Washer Sim. Yeah, it seems to be Power Washer Power Wash Simulator. Um. I downloaded that. I think it was something like three gig. It's like, yep, that sounds about right. Um, I had a quick go on it last night. It, it killed some time. It was, you know, power wash this van. It's when you realise, I mean, I could just go and power wash a van instead. <laughs> it was like, what am I doing with my life? Um, so, so, yeah. Uh, hopefully, I will find um, other games to play, <laughs> so we don't have to talk about Power Wash Simulator. Um, that's actually that. That is that is the end of the podcast. A little bit shorter than uh, shorter and a little bit sweeter than normal, but uh, like I say, there's there's other stuff going on in my world other than. Um, collecting podcast content especially seeing as I'm having to hide from the weather at the moment um, that's that there we go I'll catch you guys next time see ya so there you go what do you think to that another one done another week gone another podcast in the bag before you go Please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment, drop any reviews, and if you've got a spare moment you can jump over to thecookiecast.com, that's our website, there we've got social media links and an email button for you to get in touch with us. That's it for this one, until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then.